Hello, my friends. This is uh, Mike O'Brien, usually in Boss Masters. Today, I am in Celebration, Florida, with the man, the myth, the legend, Jeff Taylor. I am in your lair. I'm looking at you. Yeah. This is interesting. And we're still wearing headphones for some reason. I don't know. Understand we're in why. the same room. We're in the same room. Well, we're you wouldn't have heard Candy Girl. I Okay. I Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand. I just see your uh, press pass for the All-Star Game. It looks like it was taken at a wedding, your picture. That, that picture was taken at a wedding. Was they it? asked me for a headshot, something that I don't have because I don't think of myself as a mm -hmm. an actor or a, a performer or thespian. So I said... I'll just take a picture that's recent enough. Mm -hmm. And I had just been to my cousin's wedding. And uh, so I cropped Are my wife and my child out of that. I'm not wearing a tuxedo, but I am wearing a suit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like it's a fine picture. You're glowing. It's a glowing picture. I don't picture. understand why I'm catching. I don't know if I mentioned this. Uh, the, the guy who took my pictures for the uh, amazing Boston Globe article. You mentioned it. Yeah. I don't know if I ever mentioned that before, but I'm famous. Uh, I got the, I, I, those are my now headshots. I'm so excited. Well, of course they are. They're yeah. professionally taken They're photographs. Professionally taken photographs, and I'm up against a brick building. I did. I a, actually have the the actual newspaper. I have to show it to you. I did sound for a movie that was played in a uh, what are those things called? A festival. Okay. Up in New York, and they asked for a headshot again. And uh, I was like, I don't have a headshot. So my wife took a picture of me holding an XLR cable. And uh, that I sent that to them. And now it's my That's my your professional internet. photo. Yeah. yeah it's my, I made it black and white. That's nice. That's, hey, black and white's yeah. more fancy. I'll tell you what. I'm a Kevin Smith kid at heart. And Clerks was the reason I am one. So everything looks better in black and white to me. Clerks, was, Clerks is one of those you watch it again now. It's not as oh, funny. Oh, it's far funnier. You think so? I, I think know. so. I, I, I don't. Again. Yeah. So I was telling Mike earlier that... Uh, He's the second guest that I've had over in the recent past. Mm -hmm. And why are you saying mm -hmm, I was telling you? I know. This. I'm agreeing with you. I was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the other guest that I had over was my buddy Cliff, who's a guy that was the drummer in the band that I was in when I was a kid. And uh, what was your band name? Uh, Jaded Faith is what I'm going to say because it was really Shay Whitey, but that takes a lot of explaining. Shay Whitey. <laughs> Actually, if you look here, if you look behind me here, there is a uh, poster from. When I played in Shea Whitey, I'll explain it since you've brought it up. And okay, I've yeah, please it. explain Shea so, Whitey. When I was young, there was a show on the air called In Living Color. Yes. And on In Living Color, there was a character called Homie the Clown. Yes, we remember Homie He didn't the clown. play around. Did not. I think he never messes around. Whatever he didn't do, he didn't do it. But he messed around one time and he got arrested. And mm -hmm. they did a parody of When Harry Met Sally called When Homie Met Sally. Yes. And Sally was his probation officer. <laughs> and so he started dating Sally and Sally made him get a job. And he got a job being the uh, guy out in front of a hotel called Shea Whitey's, which means House of Whitey House in of French. Whitey. C H E Z. Yeah. So I thought I, you were saying Shay, like S H A Y. No. You looked at the picture. It's clearly the picture. I, I know. After you showed me the picture, then I. Yes. Do you Do you remember this bar, by the way? <clears throat> at Skinny's. Yeah. No, where is that? It was downtown Orlando. It was a really no. cool bar. Uh, we played there quite a I few only times. I went to down when I lived here. I've been to downtown Orlando more since because I lived out near SeaWorld, so I'd never yeah. really go out to downtown. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, so I I was like I I always enjoyed that episode of in living color and i watched that a lot and i always got the biggest kick out of the fact 
that they made that she made him go get a job at the in front of House of Whitey. And so I took it from uh, that. That's humorous, Jeff. Humorous. Thank you. What's not humorous? Did you have to explain that to the rest of the band? And by the time that you're done with the story, they're like, no, fine, yes, we'll they call were it completely that. cool with it at the time. We're talking about the. This is the 90s, by the way. Yeah. This isn't now. Yeah. It would never go now. But what I didn't know is that was in the infancy of the internet. Oh, yeah. And what you had to do back in the infancy of the internet is that you had to get on like uh, AOL. Micro- yeah, AOL rooms yeah. or, yeah. And uh, there was a very well-known AOL room uh, for neo-Nazis called Shea White. Oh, really? (laughs) So we played Miami, and uh, the opening band for us was a band called Cow, which the lead singer of Cow was a kid named Anthony Cole, who uh, was a relation of Nat King Cole. Oh, he was Nat King Cole's sister's son, or wait, sister's brother's girlfriend. Anyway, he was related heard from a guy. They were they were close. Fairies pass out at thirty. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that this was an African American gentleman. Okay, and <clears throat> we showed up, and of course, our name is on the yeah. marquee. Shea Whitey, yeah, featuring yeah. the Shakes played with us and Cal, and uh, so anyway, we get there, and there are about twenty neo Nazis. At the plot at the Chili Pepper in Miami, really? Yes, and the Shakes I think played first, and uh, they were all white, so their music wasn't. They were like Blind Melon. It's yeah, a, it's a band I look back on, and they offered me the opportunity to join them. Yeah, and I kind of wish I had, but that's hindsight being twenty twenty. I loved the guys I played with. Yeah, and I thought they would love me forever. It didn't turn out that way. Sad. But uh, I'll love you forever. Anyway, the the skinheads d- did their like uh, circle dancing in front of the stage while the shakes played, and then we came out, and I think they were still, even though this hippie band played first, they yeah. were still thinking some punk rock neo Nazi band was coming out. Yeah, and uh, I, it was funny because we were in the back, and I'm like, "Do you guys know any Minor Threat? Because I bet these guys would really enjoy some Minor Dude, Threat." Dude, what were they like when they played? Were they just like okay? They or circle were they danced. Expecting, oh, okay. they they circle danced. Interesting. And then we came out, and I was a long haired hippie. Yeah. And uh, we started playing our music, and they, I guess, they just accepted it. Here's the thing: at the end of the day, they they paid were the accepted. Bucks. They they paid the door. They drank the whole night. Mm-hmm. They watched uh, Anthony Cole perform. Yeah. And circle dance. Yeah. And they watched us perform in circle dance, and they just accepted that they were wrong. Yeah. About what this was. <laughs> they didn't research. And uh, I guess we were all ve- the bands were all very good. Yeah. So they probably enjoyed the music, even oh, though it wasn't, kind of... uh, you know, it wasn't any kind of uh, neo-Nazi music. Well, this kind of goes into um, not researching things, uh, what I wanted to talk about today. I am on a road trip. I'm driving down from Boston to go to Fort Myer, Naples, to go see my mom because I'm a good son. Hashtag good son. And uh, then I'm going to drive back. I'll actually be in Jacksonville, and I'm, I'm, I just got word I will be opening for Brian Simpson. Going to be doing a five to seven minute set in Jacksonville. You're going to go out drinking with Very my excited. nephew while you're down there. I don't know. I don't well, know. Maybe your we should nephew. hook that up. Possibly. Yeah, I don't I know. They'd have I mean, fun hanging out. With we'll you. figure it out. Bunch maybe of college possibly. boys. I don't know. I don't know. But then I have to wake up early and drive. You can judge the mustache hours. contest. I will. Jeff has a mustache and a, a soul patch. <laughs> he looks, I don't even know what he, so, he looks like, Uncle Rico. Really. I have the facial hair of a 14-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. So even though I, you're 67. I don't have to shave often. Mm-hmm. So when I'm off of a trip, like the last trip I was on was, uh, I th- was it the NBA All-Star? I don't remember. It was a while ago. 
I'm not so your travel agent. In between know. trips, I don't shave. Well, I was in Jamaica. I think I was in Jamaica, and then I went to the NBA All-Star Game. So I think it was whenever the NBA All-Star Game, that was the last time I worked. So I don't shave in between gigs, so I had uh, like a month worth of growth on my face everywhere. Yeah. Neck, neck, beard, everything going. It was sexy. I saw it. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I'm leaving on Saturday, so I'm going to shave. So I shave in the shower. And uh, I'm in the shower and I'm like doing the neck beard. And then I'm like, oh, my nephew, uh, I'm going to leave the mustache and I'm going to take a picture and send it to my nephew. This mustache will be gone by tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I, we went out to eat and I forgot really that I had the mustache for the most part. And then I like had a panic attack at dinner tonight. It was funny. I have these. But uh, I went around my town to the most popular place in my town yeah. to go have a beer and uh well, you had a sprite. I, had a, I had a mustache and a salt patch i never have a beer i always have a sprite yes but anyway um so you, you look sexy uncle Thanks. rico you can <laughs> throw the ball over the mountains um but so as that that the, the neo-nazis didn't uh, research your band uh, i did not research i i as i said i'm driving down i'm going to the, the tournament tomorrow and jeff lives about anywhere from 25 minutes to an hour and a half outside of um, downtown Orlando where the arena is. So I got uh, a hotel within walking distance to the arena so I can drink all day and walk back and forth. And you're staying there tomorrow night. And I, I'm, well, I'm not staying at that hotel. You're staying Jeff. at that hotel tomorrow night? I'm not staying at that hotel tomorrow night because what I did was I, uh, there, there's two things I screwed up. Um, I don't remember, I remember getting the hotel. I had to have been drunk. I've been drinking a lot the past month. Um, so I was probably drunk. And, I get the hotel, and then yesterday I'm going through Priceline as I'm driving uh, and, and getting hotels and stuff like that on the way way down here, and I uh, realize I booked that hotel for last week, <laughs> and it, it and it went through hundred I think it was one hundred seventy dollars just gone just gone. I've never done this before, so that surprised me. I felt like like if I rent a car, which I often do, and then I get to my location and I don't need that car. I don't pick it up. I don't get charged. Yeah, but but they can give that car to someone, to someone else. else. Like there's a rotating thing of cars. It's not like a rotating thing of hotels. Hotels. They've they've definitely like cordoned off. Although I will say this, that's not true either. I feel like this is a scam that should be looked into a little bit. Is there like a channel in Boston that can that does these like uh, they're like taking Mike advantage was, of yes, you? Yes, yes, everyone does it. But yeah. you'd be like, Mike was an idiot. And the, the best thing that makes me an idiot about this, not only was this it goes for deeper last than week. You. You're an idiot, and yeah. I'm an idiot, and we'll talk about my idiocy soon. But but so not only was I an idiot because I booked it for last week and thinking it was this week, but I also booked it. I knew the game was on a Thursday. I booked it for a Wednesday. <laughs> like It was for March 8th going into March 9th which is Wednesday going into Thursday, which the game, I'm 42 years old. The NCAA tournament has always started on a Thursday. My entire life, it's never not, not it started. It lines up so the good games are primetime on the weekend. So then I, I booked it on a Wednesday. Like, everything about it was just wrong, and I feel like I deserve to lose $170. Okay, well, going back to my thing, though. So I know that they don't actually consider your room your room until you check in because it's not like, okay, Mike O'Brien's going to be here on Wednesday, March 8th, so room 325 is designated for Mike, for Mike O'Brien. They wait till you check in before yeah. they give that room to you. Mm -hmm. 
And I feel like if they're fully booked, which they may be during this tournament, but that wasn't this week. That wasn't this week. That's last, last week. week. Yeah. Which downtown Orlando hotel probably had a couple extra spare rooms. I would think so. Yeah. I feel like they shouldn't charge you for that. I, I kind of agree with you, but then that's also kind of like saying I bought a ticket to the basketball game. I didn't go. I want my money back. No, it's not the same thing at all because you're handed a ticket. Yes. So they're not going to resell that ticket. The hotels do not hand you a ticket that says this is, you don't get your room key yeah. when you order the or room, room. Th to have in hand. If but, they gave you the room key in hand, then I would see, get See, I see what you're saying too, because I used to work at a hotel at the airport and they would be overbooked, which then people would show up at like 12.01 and they're like, oh, I'm we don't sorry, have a room we don't you. have a room for you. And then they're like, well, I made a reservation and they flip out. They're like, cool, have fun in Chelsea. And then they- put them on a bus or a, a cab and ship them off to Chelsea. Did you I, work at the Wyndham? I worked at the Hyatt. Oh, Hyatt is the there airport. a Hyatt in Chelsea too? Uh, no, they would just give them anywhere. Oh. No, like literally. Oh, you're saying Chelsea's a bad place to stay. So, yeah, it's just it's <laughs> funny because I stayed in the No, it's not a pain in the ass. It's actually the yeah. Wyndham in Chelsea is very much not a pain in the ass because if you stay at the Wyndham in Chelsea, first of all, it's significantly less money than staying in the north yeah. end, around Agreed. downtown, south, north, But then Boston. you got to take a shuttle to the subway to get to Wyndham. You do, but it's like the the shuttles are constantly at the Wyndham, so there's mm -hmm. like rotating shot. You go down, you say, hey, I'm going to the library T-stop. You take a library. The you library T-stop. Yeah, you take the okay. shuttle to the library T-stop. You. you jump on, and you're in the north end in no time flat. The library T-stop. Yeah. We all know the library T-stop. Do you not know it? There's no library T-stop. There absolutely is a library T-stop. No, Would you like to make a wager on this yes. right this minute? Right now. Okay. What, what? By what library? Wait. Okay. The, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. There's the JFK, up. UMass, Boston, JFK Presidential Library. If you're in Chelsea, you'd be going to the Blue Line and be going to the... Um, and be going to the the airport. Uh, hold on, I mean, there you keep no, talking, keep talking. Maybe there's a absolute, silver line. Maybe keep talking. Maybe there's your a absolute silver line. Stupid shit. No, I there's no there's no blue line. Well, we're not going to both Google it, dude. Okay, it's the Chelsea Public Library, and there's a T stop there. Maybe it's a bus stop. It's a T stop. I get on the T. I, I, I get on the T. Well, the whole the bus is. You mean the subway? The T. The subway. The train. Did it's you get on, on the top. train. It's a train, but it's on top of the land at that point. That most of the T is on up top, except yeah, for well, when you get downtown. Most of it's underground, except for the Greenland. Anyways, okay, I I believe you. But it's I true. Okay, I know it's true, bro. I got I got in that black Wyndham Chelsea van. Okay, at least thirty times in my life, multiple years, and took it to the library T stop. Okay, maybe you're in Chelsea, England. I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm in Chelsea. Okay, hold on. Chelsea. Keep talking. T stop library. This is interesting, riveting radio right now. It's it's fine. It's uh. Hold There's on, a Chelsea Public here. Library. Hold on, just gonna just gonna here. Let's let's do something here. Okay. Time. Um, as we are uh, discussing this, or you're looking this up, and you're wrong. Um, well, anyway, you got done with your story. I haven't been, but I, but this is this. Well, is, I, mean, I need to segue into my story, oh, and it has okay. everything to do Orlando with this. traffic. But okay. you're gonna you're gonna talk about that in a moment because. Yes. I uh, booked my wife and I went to oh, my right. good friend, my good friend uh, Greg and Liz's wedding in Cape Cod. Great people, Ga Cape Cod. I don't know them. You know, you know Liz. She's the girl you met at the uh, Backstreet Boys or whatever. I knew that boy band. Yes. thing was yes. Um, 
And uh, so we decided, I said, hey, have you ever been to Boston? My wife said, I've never been to Boston. I called my buddy, Mike O'Brien. I That's said, me. are you performing any comedy? He said, actually, I'm going to be at Nick's Comedy Stop. That was back when he still got booked at Nick's Comedy Stop. And, I uh, still got booked. Oh, my bad. Um, and I, so I book our hotel to go to uh, Boston. Mm-hmm. And we're getting ready to fly and we're checking everything out. And I look at the thing and it's, I booked a hotel in Boston, Virginia. There I, is one. I know. There's, I'm, there's <laughs> Boston's like in every state. It's almost there, like a There's not field. a Boston in Florida. There might be. There might be. Google it. Let's Google but it. But anyway, so this, this... I now get checked. Like if I say I booked a hotel. Yeah. My but wife. But you caught it because if you, if yeah. you do it within I got 24 my hours. Back. I got my money back and if, we stayed at the Wyndham If Chelsea. you do it within 24 hours, you get, you get, you can fix it. That's when I called the guy that I'm calling right now. Yeah. And uh, I was like, hey, man, like we, we had to get on a bus to go to Chelsea. And I think I'm going the wrong way. And he was like, where are you? And I said, I'm in Peabody. Yeah, that's the wrong way. And uh, who are we calling? What is going on? I'm calling my buddy, Matt, dude. Oh. Um, and uh, he's like, it's Peabody. Don't ever say Peabody. Peabody. Someone might beat you up for saying Peabody. That could happen. Um, so as we were, as I was driving down here, I forgot how like the I four traffic. Now Boston has been voted one of the worst, if not the worst, traffic. Ninety three is just a nightmare. Storo Drive, all that stuff is a nightmare. Orlando traffic is just. You have people driving like maniacs going 120, weaving in and out of traffic, and then you have the people that aren't from here because no one's from here wondering what exit they're getting off of, and it's just a melee. But but finally, the construction has stopped on I-4. This is the first time I've been down in Orlando in the past like five years that I-4 hasn't been a complete and utter clusterfuck, so that that was actually pretty pretty cool. But uh, yes, from uh, from Daytona to here is just a parking lot at, at all times. And I got off one of my favorite rest stops, which is right outside the downtown area. And just to confirm that they still have Vienna sausages selling in the uh, vending machines there, which I don't understand anyone getting off and being like, do you have to microwave it yourself? Microwave? You have to microwave? Sorry, I'm doing two things at once. I don't know. I hope. I don't know. Oh, you didn't order the Vienna sausage? No, I didn't. I should have bought it, though, because I wanted to. It's just in a can. It's in oh, a can. Oh, those are like summer sausages. Okay, but they're called Vienna sausages. They're $1.25, and I just couldn't imagine getting out of a car and being like, oh, sweet, they got the Vienna sausages? Hell yeah, I'm Does getting Does Vienna make a sausage shit. that you put on a bun, or are they just a little I'm sausages? not a sausage connoisseur, so I'm not 100% sure. I do. I'm, I dig myself some sausage. You do love some sausage. I was just watching Norm MacDonald clips. I can tell with that, I can tell with that mustache that you dig some sausage. <laughs> I was watching Norm MacDonald clips the other night, and he says... Uh, he the the interviewer asks him if he's Irish. He says, "Actually, I'm Polish. Our our uh, my parents changed the name because they got tired of all of the jokes." <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "It's interesting because I went into a place and I ordered a Polish sausage, and the guy said." Are you Polish? And he goes through the whole thing. It's really long. That's every Norm McDonald joke. <laughs> but at, the, yeah. at the end of it, he's like, he's basically saying, like, you're racist. Would you think that if someone ordered French toast that they were French, so on and so forth? And at the end of it, the guy, he's like, so why do you think that? Are you racist? And he goes, no, sir, this is a hardware store. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great. If you've never Googled Norm McDonald on like Conan and he just I tells these five watched. minute long story 
that's that's completely made up. That's just like a street <laughs> joke. And at the end, it just has this, the worst punchline ever. I it's watched really like an it's hour really and a half of Norm Macdonald clips at the beach the two nights ago. It was yeah. so good. There, they, that's definitely a rabbit hole you can get get going down. Got on it. Yesterday, I stopped in Savannah, Georgia. Never been. Beautiful. Really upset. I was, Well, I've always heard great things. And I knew Forrest Gump was there. Fan of Forrest Gump. That's hot take. Some people don't like. Did you like Forrest Gump? I love Forrest Gump. Yeah, although people, it's a ripoff of Little Big Man, but that's beside the point. But that's besides. The point. And and people either love it or hate it. And I love it. And I wanted to go sit on the bench. And I actually, if you if you drive down I ninety one ninety one, yeah ninety one. I've been on no ninety five. I'm sorry, been on ninety five this entire time. You, there's a the Welcome to Georgia rest stop, and yeah, they yeah. actually have the bench with a ceramic Forrest Gump sitting on it. You can get your picture taken at the the Welcome Center there. The Welcome to Georgia. Welcome to Georgia, yeah. Because it was supposed to take place in Georgia. Was it? But it was in Alabama. I mean, it was all filmed in it Georgia. Was, it was supposed to take place on Alabama, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. all filmed in Georgia. Yeah. And so, so then I go to the park that he's sitting on the bench talking everyone's ear off, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit in the bench. And there was no bench there where it was. And then I was talking to some guy. He's like, well, the bench was never even there. It's not really a be Like, you know how when things are filmed in your town, he's, you're he's, like, you can't walk down wrong. that street. And, the guy's wrong. Well, well, he said there was no bus stop there, but they still left the bench there. But then everyone was fucking with the bench and, like, lighting it on fire and, like, writing on it and stuff. So they had forced comp? Yeah, I guess so. I must have about 13 or 14 Dr. Peppers. Yeah, that was you and your... Wait, who are you? You have to say... I'm, I'm Forrest Gump. Oh, okay, I was just making sure you had to make sure you're telling us for Jenny, your impressions. I think I ruined your roommate's robe. <laughs> Happens, Forrest. <laughs> Happens to the best of us, buddy. Um, How can you not like that movie? That part alone is that. hilarious. I love that movie. It's <laughs> Which a great movie. He's finally going to... Yeah. She's, she's all over him, and he comes in his her, yeah. her, her roommate's robe. Is that what? I don't even yes, remember and he that. goes, Jenny, I think I ruined your roommate's robe. <laughs> I, now I have to watch it again. Thank God he didn't bang her, though, right? He did. No, he didn't. He came on the rope. That's his... Uh, but then they... I don't know. We have to watch... Let's go watch it right Is now. it his son? That's his son. Well, I guess Spoiler he did bang her. He, he must have banged on, her before man. the AIDS. Come on. Yeah. I guess it doesn't really close things up, though. Does He may have actually... Maybe. I don't yeah, know. I don't we know. should have a sequel and uh but anyways there's no there's no bench and so then i just kind of like walk around beautiful town go to this bar mcdonough's and they, they're playing trivia i missed the first round i finished in last place but i would have i did the calculations i probably would have finished in third or fourth if i played the first round i was really excited with my performance i was by myself so getting drunk and then the bagpipers came in savannah's a huge uh st patrick's day thing big time big it's one time. of the bigger st patrick's all, day parties when i was leaving today all the fountains were were dyed green they say it it's really the cool. second best place to go for st patrick's day what's number one chicago holyoke, holyoke massachusetts chicago chicago. I, chicago yeah boston's okay they shut everything down in uh i was joking boston's definitely the best place to be no for st. it's Patrick's not. day. yes it is no it's not yes it is. i i've say, been in all three cities for st patrick's day say so in boston and southie the liquor stores close at four o'clock. You can't get into the liquor store. One of my favorite memories of St. Patrick's Day. You don't go to Southie during St. Well, Patrick's that's where the Day. parade is. You don't go there to drink then. I mean, yeah, you do. I've, I, I do. As you go to the parade fact, and you drink outdoors. I've never gone to the parade. Really? I've, yeah. I, I mean, I don't go to I the go parade, to but I walk Murphy around. shows all yeah. over Boston the whole time. I don't go to the parade, but uh, you go to house parties. That's the best. Yeah. The, the house parties in Southie. That's sort of like what so, uh, the same thing with the, that parade that happens in New Orleans. The Mardi Gras? Yeah, you don't yeah, go yeah, to the, the parade, parade. You go to the house parties around it. But so my one of my favorite memories is getting off the red line 
the Broadway Red Line subway stop in Southie, Jeff. And uh, the first thing I heard was this guy just going, Doreen, if you open up your mouth again like that, I'm going to put the cigarette out on your fucking eyeball. And I was just like, hell yeah, St. Patrick's Day in Southie's here. This is great. <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. And so uh, I know but uh, they shut the liquor stores down at like four or five o'clock. The bars are done at seven. You can't go go in a bar after 630. And that's by 730. You gotta I'll tell out. you this right now. You can go into the bar that the Murphys are playing you after can. seven. Okay. I think actually I saw there, them in the, what's the name of the well, place? They, they used to be at the Brighton Music Hall and whatever it was called. What's, where does, uh, where does uh, BC play hockey? Aganis Arena. Yeah, that's where I Did saw they them. Play there? I, yeah. Usually St. Patrick's Day, they play at the small place in They Brighton. play like nine shows. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they, The only one you can't go to is the one that's for the union members only. They're playing at, uh, now they're playing at uh, uh, the House of Blues. They're playing what? At, yeah. On St. Patrick's on Day? On St. Patrick's Day, the House of Blues. That sucks. Yep. Yeah. And so, but anyways, one of my favorite things- Where is the House of Blues in Boston? It's across from um, Fenway. Oh, okay. That's and so- I'm walking. This they was, should be playing Fenway. I get, yeah, yeah. That could be a nothing's thing. happening no, during St. Patrick's well. Day. There's no baseball. So I'm walking down Broadway, and this was like 10, 15 years ago, and the liquor stores are closed, and I'm seeing this drunk guy just pounding on the. They pull the metal grate down and just shaking the grate and being like, "I'm saying, why is this closed?" And then I get closer, and it's my friend Jack Callahan that I grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> And Jack was was very upset that the liquor stores were closed in Boston. But so last night I was in Savannah and I was at McDonough's, played some trivia, and uh, just Irish sat around. Irish Bar McDonough's. Irish Bar McDonough's, I guess. Yeah, it All was right. it was good. It was a nice spot. Uh, I hung out with this guy. This these guys were on a bachelor party from Chicago. One of them, if you were to do a Saturday Night Live skit. You would put this guy in. He had like a, the Chicago mustache. He was like fat, and he had the thick accent. Kid, you're only a kid, but they don't say kid like Boston. But he had the thick accent, and I even told you just him, have to do Abe Froman. If you I was, do yeah, it. I was like, uh, yeah, Abe Froman. Abe Froman. I'm Abe Froman, the sausage, the sausage king, king of, of Chicago. Chicago. And uh, I, I told him to his face. I was like, if I were to ever cast a movie in a Chicago guy was in it, uh, you would be in it. And then he went and he's like, yeah, I'm like a corrupt cop that looks the other way and got to protect the badge. And I was just like, <laughs> yes, that's you, man. That is totally you. And uh, but so we're drinking. But then there was this um, there was this uh, uh, lady there. And she was 22, and she was from Starkville, Mississippi, because we both ended up at the bar at the same time getting drinks. And you know when you see, especially younger people, and they have that, I'm like, whoa, you are like one drink away from falling flat on your face. Yes. But she was still, like, she was at that moment where, like, okay, you're still passable, but it's not going to be that much longer. And she was telling me how she was from Stockville, Miss, like, she, her southern accent was so thick, couldn't understand a word she was saying. Like, yeah. that's how thick it was. And... So then she sits down and they're doing karaoke and she's just sitting there. I'm like, oh, she's going to fall off her chair. And she falls off the chair, literally falls off the chair. She tells me she's there because her and her fiance, she's getting married at 22, which is always a great decision in life. And, um, and her, her fiance, who's, I didn't talk to him, but he was this big dude uh, wearing hunting fatigues because you always you don't want to let them know that you're coming. He didn't want to be seen with he, her. He didn't want to be seen with He's her. He's wearing camo. So she goes to the bathroom. I guess she's in the bathroom for like 45 minutes. Right. Nice. Nice fart, Jeff. Thanks, bud. And right before I was about to leave, then all the, ush the, all the ushers, all the bouncers are like congregating and they open the door to the bathroom and they open the door to the bathroom. The fiance's like, what the F are you doing? Da, 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 da. She's asleep in the, 
in the bathroom, this yeah. girl. And she so, needed to go to yeah, sleep. Yeah. And so they go to, and now he's flipping out because he thinks that they're, she's in the bathroom. Why are you assaulting her in the bathroom? And they're taking her out of the bathroom and she wakes up and she gets out and she, they're refusing to leave. They're pounding on the windows and everything like that. They have to call the cops and then the cops show up and you just see her sitting on the, I don't, they didn't get arrested, but it was, it was very entertaining. And yeah, I ended up staying the girl out until like one o'clock. But you can't take the, the Starkville out of the girl. That is one hundred percent true. That is one hundred percent. I've true. never been to Starkville. I'm sure it's a wonderful <laughs> place. I've driven through Mississippi. Never been to Starkville. Yeah, but uh, yes, yeah, she she definitely had that Southern charm going on for her at all. Another weird thing on this uh, trip, Jeff. I mention this because you do have one seltzer water. I'm a big seltzer water fan. Yes. Love the flavored seltzer water, and. The once you pass Virginia and you stop at a convenience store, there are no seltzer waters. If you ask for a seltzer water, they're like, "What?" It's because after the Civil War, the North took all the seltzer. All the water. seltzer is that yeah, it? Yeah, they're like, you can go to the sex shop and get some butt plugs. It's right next to that. You get out of here. You know, <laughs> you messed up the whole. Joke, I did. Dude. I did. But anyway, <laughs> you were supposed to say you were gay before. I was gay. They said I was. Let gay. me let, let then, me tell your joke for okay, you. Okay, please tell my joke. He it was goes good, into but I the, it up. he goes into the shop that's south of Virginia. Yeah, the convenience store. And he asks for seltzer water. Yeah, and they say we don't have seltzer water here. You yeah. fag. Yeah. Why don't you go over there across the street where they sell the butt plugs? Yes. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Give or take. Get, his, get what I said. Get what Jeff said. Combine the two. And there's a really funny joke there. I'm going to listen back and I'm going to see whose was funny. But what I say, works. though, what I You're also totally want to out say, of context. grab a Mountain Dew and get the hell out of here. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's it's just like it's all even the water. There's like three bottles of water like there's no selection of water it's just like mountain dew and gatorade and they're like that's what you get there kiddo that's it that's what do you get list. in boston that you don't you can't get in the south and you polar were in south carolina water. polar seltzer water you were in south, south carolina? carolina you could get cheer wine there buddy why what's don't you get the cheer wine what's cheer i don't even know what cheer wine it's is it's like a cherry soda it's very good uh, no no it's actually not it's more like coke than than cherry but it's it's extremely good also um Lots of outlets in Orlando. I, I uh, when yeah. I was when I was in Orlando, that every was, tourist trap has lots. Of that outlets, was though. when outlets were outlets. Though there was this in in Kissimmee, Kissimmee, Kissimmee. There was a Nike outlet that you could go get a pair of nice sneakers for. 20. I went there with a hundred bucks. I got like three or four pairs of sneakers that lasted me the next like. It's 15 right across years. the street, dude. It's but it's not the same one anymore. No. It's it's not the same it's one. The, it's the it's, cheap Chinese it's, knockoff version of the good Nikes. No, no, that one was real Nikes, but now it's the what outlets are where they're just like, oh, these sneakers were usually $300, but we're going to sell them to you for $120. Like, no, that's the regular price, $120. What are you talking about? Yeah. Outlets aren't, there's no real outlets anymore. They figured anymore. out a way. They, fi- they figured a lo- an outlet loophole. Yeah. So you go to like the polo outlet and they're like, oh, the shirt's usually $300. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> they're like, so we'll sell it to you for $75. Like, that's how much it usually is. I stopped shopping at outlet stores when I realized that they were selling like the knock. It's not even the real stuff. Like it's oh the, really? It, yeah, it's like it's basically like you know the old uh, the old like assembly line where they had the apples coming through and they would like see an apple that had like a little bit of spot on it. So they pull it out and throw it off to the yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you're getting at the outlet stores. We so, had I don't shop there. We anymore. had the Champion Outlet in um, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Whenever we go up to Lee, I went up there uh, just a week or two ago to to, to steal a car from my my aunt because her. Her husband died, and my mom gets that car now, apparently. And um, there used to be the Champion Outlet. And like you're saying, how they take the, the apple with the spot off, we got the jerseys when Champion had the 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 NBA jersey thing. Yep. 
they would have so you'd be coming off the line and it'd be like Celtics thirty three on the back. It'd say Jordan twenty three, and so you could get those jerseys for like three dollars, and there everyone would have them, and you'd get oh, it's so awesome. I bet those are worth a lot of money. I bet now. you they are. Yeah, because it I, says Celtics thirty three on the yeah, front. Yeah, I was stupid. And Jordan twenty three yeah, on the back. They would have some stuff like that, <laughs> but they would. Uh, it was just like, but then there were other ones that was just like, oh, the stitching. It's not double stitch. It's single. Did they stitched. ever find out who had Michael Jordan's? jersey that got stolen in, in orlando? orlando i don't know but there's a famous he wore number 12 with no because back then they didn't have like jerseys like crazy yeah and so they would have if if your jersey got ripped or something they would have like three or four blank it just would have the number yeah and that's it so someone stole michael jordan's jersey in orlando and he actually has a basketball card where it's jordan 12 it's it just says bulls 12 and no name on the back yeah and that's yeah yeah no, I don't know. I feel like the, sh- the I feel maybe like we you should, should have been it. able to go get a shop. You should be able to go into the 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 Magic's sh- fan shop and get a Michael Jordan jersey. They could though. just print it or something, yeah, you know? I yeah. Know. This this is going to be uh this is going to be um called uh Mike and Jeff Google things. I'm not googling anything right I'm now. I'm googling it. Who stole Jordan's jersey? Oh, I don't I Another I don't think guy they ever who sub- him. Oh, oh. An Orlando Magic security guard eventually admitted that another guard, oh, he ratted someone out, was subsequently fired, had planned the entire fiasco, and had come through the ceiling, Mission Impossible style, to steal the jersey. Now, when I covered the Magic, you'd be in the locker room, they would just throw the jerseys in this hamper, and the hamper would just stand, sit out in the hallway, and I'd be at every game, I'm like, just fucking grab a jersey. The other thing I wanted to do was at the Arnold Palmer Classic. When the caddies came off, they took their vests off and just and the names are Velcroed on. And I was gonna vel- take the Woods Velcro, and I almost did, and I didn't. And I, I don't know. It, it, it's one of those things. If I got caught, then I'd be like, "Wow, I wish I didn't do that." But if I didn't get caught, I'd be like, "I fucking did that." This is coming from the guy that ran away from security when he took the chair. The from chair. Fenway. I still I got caught <laughs> you at that. Been busted. That was still a great story. I would have gotten <laughs> way more trouble if I stole a Magic jersey or uh, stole an actual a NBA thing. jersey. You would have gotten in a lot of trouble, and it would have been a lot harder to get away because it's not like you're just kind of walking out. You yeah. got to walk through a lot you of gotta, hallways. Eh, yeah. And then I, I mean, at the, the end of the game, no one was. They the were, exit. but I'm just saying, no one was around at the end of the games. Everyone was just kind of like leaving. No Is that a really jersey in your pants, or are you just happy to see I'm me? Just happy to see you, man. <laughs> just happy to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jeff just took me to a Boston bar. Which by Boston Bar, they just have they have clam chowda and like the names of the They're, things. The, are the people that own that bar are legitimately Boston. Boston people, yes. but the so they but they have clam chowder and all the names are named after like Boston stuff, and they have Boston shit on the walls. And I was just thinking, I would love to take someone to an Orlando bar of just oh, like Boston, yeah, in Boston, and just be like, what's in Orlando bar? Like a bunch of uh, other teams jerseys and stuff from other because no one's from there so they just what uh what, what is orlando's delicacy that's what i was gonna say yeah. what is orlando known for like mickey mouse bars i guess yeah yeah the uh yeah they would have they would have a mickey oranges. mouse they'd have a mickey mouse ice cream bar and they'd have a uh turkey leg a I think, big turkey leg from i think the orange park. i think oranges would be our thing but orange. food wise like there's no real maybe like gator tail Man. Yeah, yeah, that's that would Florida be something. That would be that. something that you would it'd be people would probably I've had buy. Fried gator. I've never. I want to get unfried gator. I don't I've think never... they do it any other way because it's too tough. Is you have it? to fry it because it's uh, like chewing on. Have you ever had uh, squid sushi? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. It's like you have to chew on it for 45 minutes. I like squid. My friend Chris Rainville, when he got uh, married, he had he had uh, calamari, but it wasn't fried. It was just regular, like, cooked squid. And you have to chew on it for 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's that's why good. they fry like calamari, because you don't have to chew on it as much. I, like, I liked it a lot, actually. Well, I really did like it. You're an interesting fellow. Oh, they have, yeah. Yeah, and they have guns, too. There's just guns everywhere in the Orlando. Uh, yeah. <laughs> TGI Fridays with all the shit on the wall. Was that a gun? Yeah, we, right there. Right on top of the right when you walk in my door. I've got a gun just in case I need it. Just you never know. Yes. I was telling Jeff uh, earlier about when I was at the uh, at the uh, the jail school, when it, be, when it became a jail guard, I had to go to jail school, and the head of it said, he was telling us about how scary it, it can be to work there and how, you know, you always have to, when you're walking around, like be leery of people around you because they might have been at the jail and you might have wronged them or something. And he said he had a gun in every room of his house. And I, it was just like, if I felt the need to have a gun in every room of my house, I think I'd find a new occupation. Well, it's funny because you said this and I was thinking about it. I was like, mm, I have half the rooms in my half house. Half the rooms. Yes. So you don't have them in the bathroom is what you're saying. I don't count those as rooms. Okay. And actually, what the funny thing is that one of them is in the bathroom of my master bedroom. What if you are pooping and someone... And an alien comes through your roof and lands in your bat, and now you're. If unarmed. it's in the master bedroom, yeah, I'm good. You're good. I'm armed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. The most alien, the most likely to take an alien out gun is in that uh, bathroom, and a Will Smith slap, and you got to say "Welcome to Earth." <laughs> with did you F. watch the Chris Rock stand? I did. I yeah. did. I thought it was fine. I don't know. He, like, when, I think he did a good job of of taking care of Will Smith. He, yeah, no, it was good. It was funny. That was funny. And something he did about his kid, I like. That was funny about how his kid, how every, everyone says they want their kid to know. What about, about the, the Kardashians? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about the, the Kardashians, Kardashians part? That's great. I, but but it's just like to me when a comic gets to the point that Chris Rock did, that Seinfeld did, that, what they're saying is funny, but they're still just doing the same thing over and so you're like ah you feel like you've seen it before it is funny i don't know man. no i mean it's funny but i don't know i just like like when you watch delirious i w i saw eddie murphy raw first before i saw delirious and so when i saw delirious i was like oh those are just the same jokes in a different context yeah and then and then people are like no delirious was first so raw ripped off Del i'm like okay whatever i'm just saying it's the same thing it's the same jokes just different yeah. context well he did different voices i mean he, he was a good impersonator wee, wee. yeah absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. What else is new and exciting? Jeff, uh, Jeff went to the beach, and the the poor child. I came having to get their her hair, um, her hair combed for like four hours. She, well, my kid has like obnoxious amounts of hair. My wife has my wife. My wife has hair like some form of animal. It, there's just so much of it. Like, yeah, I everywhere. wish I could. I probably could actually go into like some kind of hair surgeon. And say remove some of her hair and put it on my like I could have like could I, have I could some? have like Brad Pitt style hairline. Um, but uh, so my kid inherited that. So she's got a lot of hair and she doesn't like having it cut. She's only had her hair cut one time. Oh, and uh, so it's like past her ass. It's long. Yeah. And she was in the pool. She was in the sand. She was in the water, the salt water. So her hair is just like fried. And uh, so my wife had to like wash and condition it. And my kid doesn't exactly like having her hair brushed. She complains it about hurts. it the whole time. Yeah. I'd, does it hurt? I mean, I've never had long hair like that, but it <laughs> get, when it gets a knot, listen, it's pulling. Listen, you're five. I, it's not I, fun. I could pull my kid's fingernails off. Yeah. With pliers. Sounds like you've done it before. And it would have the same effect 
that brushing this child's hair gets. <laughs> it's obnoxious. I wake up in the morning, most, mo- most mornings that she has to go to school, to something that sounds like she's being water, tor- uh, what, what, water, water tortured. tortured. Yes, uh, they, we walked in after going to the Boston bar, and uh, or was, I think it was before, and she was definitely, I was like, what is what She is was howling to so loud, she was coughing from the howling. And she, she's congested, so she was like coughing and sniffling and screaming, and I was just like, what is your wife doing to your child? Brushing her hair. <laughs> Brushing her hair. It's the craziest thing. But yeah. you know what? She's beautiful. So what do you do at the beach, Jeff? What is your beach leisure? Because I'll be so, at the beach in Naples with my mother. You're going to experience most likely one of the things that happens because you see that my little studio area is in my office in my house and it's open to the rest of the mm-hmm. house. So typically like when we're sitting here doing a show and you're on the computer mm-hmm. and everybody's there, I'll say something that she feels like she has to comment on. Yes. And she'll pop her head over and like mouth what she's trying to say yeah this is probably going to happen now okay so the first day that we got there my wife wants to when she moves in she doesn't check into a hotel she doesn't get out to my mom's place and like get there she she moves in so she wanted to move in does does your wife take everything out of the bags and in the closets and in the that's i live yes i live out of my bag me too no matter what me yeah. too yeah. i don't want I, i'm not moving in yeah. like i'm gonna be here a little bit and then i'm gonna be gone my underwear is staying in my bag i don't know why it's going in i bring i my my good friend thomas gave me this mesh laundry bag yeah that i bring with me on the road and i hang it over a hanger in the closet why did one of your friends get you a laundry bag it was swag Oh, okay. Yeah, he gave it. He got more than one ESPN laundry bag, so oh, he gave me one. Well, that makes sense. Okay. I get a lot of swag from my friends. I got a, my, my friends that worked the World Series that the Nationals were in. I got a bunch of hats. No, oh, When the uh, All-Star game was in D.C., I got a bunch of hats. So hats my, are good. My, I my, can my see your hats. Swag. All your hats. Do you like the, this is my favorite one right here. Jeff is grabbing all the mouthing off of that hands <laughs> feel. I saw yes. that. I noticed that, yes. Yeah. Jeff and I, uh, we have uh, a guy we used to work with, Ed Mansfield. Who is a former professional wrestler, former uh, pitcher, and he is uh, he's a gem. He, I worked with him recently. I love Eddie. Eddie's I, a good guy. I think guy. he's a great guy. And uh, he reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to do some stuff. And I said, you know what, Eddie? I think we're better off as just friends, not business. Mm. And uh, he took offense to that. And I said, I, I don't understand why you're taking offense to this. I'm saying I like I want to be your friend. Like yeah. you're a good guy. I'd like to be your friend. I just don't want to. I just don't want you to it. screw me out of my. So <laughs> I'm not I'm, gonna. I'm I, not. I'm not gonna say anything negative about Eddie. He's I, great. Eddie's a great and guy. I really do Eddie love the fact guy. that I still have a mouthing off. The only sports the, show that counts. Yes, absolutely. Hat. Yeah. That's from uh, when when Mike and I. That that hat is uh, older than most of your. I was kids. just thinking. I was just thinking that. Uh, yeah, that was we. We're over twenty years old in our yeah, relationship. Yeah, that, that hat's twenty years old. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so you're at the beach. Your and, wife moves uh, in. My wife's moving in, and uh, my wife expects me to sit down on the couch and pull out my phone, put my earbuds in, and listen to podcasts, and completely ignore my child. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did it. I took her down to the beach, and I sat on the sand and uh, let her play in the sand, and we did that for three hours, mm. which is an unheard of amount of time. For me to first of all sit in the same place, yeah, and second of all to like take the child off of my wife's hands for that amount of time, it's a rarity. Yeah, so I did that. The funny thing is that I brought down my my mom's chair that I told called my mom and said I love this chair, and she told me the whole story behind it. I'm not going to get into it, but I sit I sit cross legged, so I have a sunburn 
that's like literally on half of my knee. Oh, I'm thinking you're sitting Indian, <laughs> Not style, Indian style in the chair. I was like, my what? leg, my I sit like a like what they say a lady should sit yeah. like. I sit like that. I'm sorry. That's when you're officially in your 40s. Is I realized I was doing that a year I, my ago. My brother-in-law, who's older than me, used to never do that. I always have. Yeah. My brother-in-law has made fun of me for this for years. So like, I Google pictures of like John Wayne and all of like yeah. the manliest men of all time. They all sit like this. This is how men sit. Yeah. Yeah. Rock Hudson, all the manly men. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, it's funny that I have a sunburn on like half my, you could see like if I cross my legs, you could see where the sun was hitting and where it I can't hitting. wait to find out the sunburn I get. I get the weirdest blotchy sunburns uh, all over my body. Just get yeah. like one spot. I don't know how it happens. Um, that is one thing if I ever become a parent. I can't like when I go to the beach, especially I have to go walk. I can't just sit there for four hours in yeah. one spot i will go for i did a walk. it for three hours i can't I was very I can't very happy that. with myself i can't do that i have to go for walks uh, my mom i'm just like i'm just leaving i have to go i yeah. can't sit here anymore yeah so that was day one then day two i worked on some stuff in the morning and then i uh got up and my my nephew came out to uh hang out with his girlfriend and some of their friends so we went down and hung out with them but i stayed out of the sun because i'd already been burned and uh, then the next day it rained, so we stayed inside and watched TV and movies the whole day. And then the next day after that, it was like 50 degrees outside, which I don't know if you guys up in, uh, I know I look at our listeners, they're in Canada, they're in New York, they're in Massachusetts. Canadian. They're in Singapore or wherever. Yeah, I don't know what the weather is like there, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know if you guys have this problem, but like 50 degrees is freezing mm. in Florida. Yeah. So we, we stayed in the house. We went to, uh, the, so there's an Italian place across the street from uh the place we my mom owns a place out there so there's an italian place across the street and uh i've been going there for 20 years and when i go to an italian place you know i have like spaghetti and meatball hey you get the the hardest thing to make that you can just make at your own home all the time you know you get uh you know some uh some eggplant parmesan but uh my kid wanted pizza (sighs) so i saw they had a sicilian pizza so i ordered the pizza and uh it's the best pizza in Orlando. No, it's the best pizza in Florida. The the guy, I literally, the owner like is there and like he, at this point in his career, he literally just is like the the hostess. Yeah. The host. The host. Yeah, like you the walk in, d. he takes you to your seat, he <laughs> talks you up. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I went over to him and I was like, hey, Sal, I've been coming in here for 20 years. I never had the pizza. He's like, what did you think? I was like, it's the best pizza that I've had in Florida. Hey, He sounds like he's fresh off the boat. And he's My assumption never is, left Florida. But, uh, no, he definitely has <laughs> okay. left Florida. I'm, I'm assuming he came to uh, the United States via Italy and landed in the north end of Boston or Brooklyn or something like that. Where the people don't bother learning English that much. Yeah. So he still has the full on like, oh, your daughter's so beautiful. She's <laughs> such a beautiful daughter. I've, I've had my, written my thing uh, about what age do you stop saying you have such beautiful, uh, such a beautiful daughter? Or you're, she's so pretty. At what age? Because then once they hit like 13, 14, you're like, oh, your daughter's so pretty. You're like, creep. You know, like right now your daughter's five. So I'm like, oh, what a pretty little hey there, Sid. And now, but when she turns 13 or five, 14, is it, is it now too old to who, say? Who was your friend that lives out in the woods in uh, Maine? Oh, Matt Devlin. Yeah, Matt Devlin got very upset for ha- when I said this. 
but I'm going to say it again. It's ironic that we, the only people that we don't grandfather in are grandfathers. Yes. And, yes, like, that is. Yes. Because if it's an old man yeah. telling me my 18 year old, 17 year old is yeah. pretty, I'm like, oh, you grandfathered in, dude. Yeah. You could say it. Yeah. Sure. I mean, but then, yeah, you're just like, oh, hi, you have a daughter. Uh, you know, like if, if your daughter's like 16, I'm just like, oh, hi, sit, hi. Like, I can't say anything. Like, I can't. I, the, I would feel weird funny, saying you have a nice shirt. I, that makes me that makes me leery of you, though, because I feel like people that are, don't say stuff like that are the ones you got to worry about. That is true. That is true. I don't like, know. This Just, guy's got no hangups. He's like, oh, you got a beautiful Adana. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> like, Call you, me when you're this many. <laughs> dude, you're, you're from North Dakota. Why are you speaking like that? <laughs> I, uh, oh, man, it was in my head and it's gone. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I will be. I will be uh, driving down to um, Naples after the on uh, Friday morning, and spending time with my mom because I'm a good son. And then driving up to Myrtle Beach for a wedding. Uh, after my show, I'm going. Like I said, I'm opening for Brian Simpson. Very you, excited. Like about you that. didn't say. I did it at the beginning. Oh, you did. I did. Okay. Yeah. And you said you meet up with your nephew, which I don't know. I think I. I, I think I just want a, a date with Brian myself. I think I want Brian's not in Jacksonville. He will be in Jacksonville. My my nephew's not in Jacksonville. Oh, oh, my thought... ja- my nephew's in Fort Myers. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um so yes, so I will be opening up for Brian Simpson. Uh Brian and I uh st- like showed up at the studio or the studio, the store at the same time in, in LA while I was there for one winter. And we're not like friends, but we know each other. We're yeah. acquaintances. Yeah, your I'll careers say. went in different directions. Yeah, you know, he um is funny. I am uh, um, not. No, you're funny. You have, he has uh, confidence. Uh, yeah, you, I have uh, confidence. Don't? No, you don't. I, when I went, my, we both got our, our names called on Kill Tony on the same time. And I did it and they were like, if you're familiar with Kill Tony, it's like American Idol, but for comics. You take, if you're not familiar with Kill Tony, make yourself familiar with Kill Tony. It's a cool show. Go on. And uh, so you'd go up as a comic for you of one minute. So you basically tell one joke. And if it's funny, they're like, oh, you should open for me. And if it's not, then they just shit on you and tell you to never do this again. And it's a really funny show. And it's not just Tony. It's always always, like the biggest. When I had it, it was Joey Diaz. It was um, what's his name? Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland. Yeah. And it was um, uh, um, I just saw him at the Yankees game. Rosini. Steve Rizzini. Oh, Steve Rinazizi. Rizzizi. Yeah, but you, you can't he let him talk me. smack to you. He remembered Did me. Did he? Yeah, he remembered me. Sure. Uh, when I was at the Yankees game. Did he, I, did I, he, I, like, you were my judge on Kill Tony. He's like, yeah, that was the same show as Brian Simpson. I was like, yeah. Oh, it, wow. Then he he reminded me. He, totally, he was he, like, yeah, you were good. He didn't but remember what happened on 9-11. 9-11, yeah. <laughs> that was right when that was coming out, too. That was like perfect timing. Oi. Um, they were shitting on him all the time for it. And uh, I loved the league. He's forgiven. Yeah, I've never seen the league. It's good. But so I went up and they were just like, oh, you're good. Like Tony was just like, oh, what? You've been doing this like three. I was like, yeah, like five years. He's like, yeah, I don't know. You're good. Keep doing it. I don't know. Like they couldn't really shit on me. They couldn't really you're be right like. right in the middle, right the, where yeah, you live. Right where, right where live. you are. Adequate as always, Michael yes, Bryan. Yes. Adequate as always. Yes. And then, but then I was like, oh, I was the best guy on the show tonight. And you're then, so funny. Can I get into this for a minute? Yeah. Let me, let me put on my psychologist. Yes, please. Sit down on my couch. Okay. Or this chair. You, you've just Which said. messing up you've, my neck. But. You've just said something that uh, it's adjustable. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you just said something that really opened my mind up to, uh, it went lower. <laughs> <There> we <go. laughs> 
it opened my mind up to something that is so true about you is that you have like an uncanny ability to do it. Like you will get out of bed and you will do it. I will do it. There are a lot of guys that won't do it. Yeah. yeah. They won't. If but, I put my mind to something, I will do it. But you also have an uncanny ability to not do it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm very good at just doing it. Yes. I did it. Yeah. Yes. I did do it. Yeah. Because I no, feel like if you took 100%. a risk or two, you probably would be Brian Simpson. Well, that was if I stayed in LA, what would have, what could have happened uh, if I stayed in LA? You're in Boston, dude. Yeah, you can't get anywhere in Boston. Why? Because you, you have to go. You have to go places because there's the big name people yep. who travel around. See, but, what happened with Brian Simpson is he was in LA. Tom Segura or someone saw him and was like, hey, you open for me now. And yeah. So that happens in Boston. That doesn't happen because well, you just. In Boston, if you're in Boston, you're just doing the, yeah, what I'm doing, were, the North and South Shore Elks Lodges. Yeah, but if, if you're if you're doing that and you're honing your craft and you're taking some risks and you become better, then you go to New York. Nothing's keeping you in yeah. Boston. Yeah, my job, my lady love. <laughs> your job becomes comedy, though. Yeah, but you don't just move to New See, that, that's the thing that was rough you about LA. Move you, to move to, you move to New York. Have you never LA. seen Crashing? Yeah, I did. And, um, and uh, P. Holmes, nice guy. And, uh, but like I went to LA, you just start all over again. So you've been doing it five years and you have this much cred and you're like, oh, you can get on this show. That your show. cred is your and ability you to get stop. on stage yeah. and tell a joke. But then. then that was right when I was about to leave to go back to duck tours. Now you need to go to Austin. Mm. Yeah, I should. I have friends down there too. Yeah, you should yeah, definitely. I might go down there, but I'm, I'm, um, I am definitely, um, in Boston with my lady love and Are you wearing my job. an old lady sweater? I'm wearing a cardigan. I'm a big cardigan fan. I love cardigans. Pull over. I, I know it's a cardigan, but thanks for asking. I, uh, I, um, I love. I get a lot of shit for it. I have so these ridiculous. old man. I have my corduroy. Old men don't wear those. Old ladies wear. I have them. my. I have an, this big thick one, and I was wearing my Boston Celtics uh, corduroy hat, and everyone just said I look like a seventy-eight year old. That's man. like a shawl with this sleeves. Is, is, first of all, it's Ralph Lauren. It's polo. It's mm. wonderful. It's great. It's uh, it's not thick. It's not thin. It's perfect. It does for look this, comfortable. It's this nice sixty in. And when it gets hot, I just take it off. And now I'm wearing my amazing champion. That is a really nice champion shirt. Actually, the champion shirt I'm wearing is we're talking about how the NBA jerseys. Yeah, the NBA jerseys had uh, champion. They used to be champion, and they'd have the patch to tell you how big it was. And so this is the patch with the number forty eight on it because I was a forty eight guy. I still am a forty eight guy. I have a Larry Johnson Hornets 44, and I'll put it on sometimes, and it, it is not uh, slimming, we'll yeah. say. <laughs> well, you're not slimming. slimming. Yeah, yeah. I'm always like, I don't have boobs, and then I wear that. I'm like, I have boobs. I wear a 42, and it's it's the it's the Andrew Dice Clay. 42 were tough to find. Those yeah. were, because it was 40, 44, 48, yeah. but there were 42s. 40, 42s were, were a little bit too long on me. Those were a little tough to 42 find. 42 long. You need 40? No, me, I, too long. I, I, you need forty. What? That's an Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, bit. is it? Did you see what he's doing on TikTok? No, I don't. I don't have TikTok, dude. Well, I, it was. I'm I, a conspiracy theorist, and I believe the Chinese government is going to utilize that for something. So what he's doing on TikTok, on the TikTok, is he's going up to people on the street in New York City and be like, "Yeah, so you want to take a picture with me?" And they're like, "Who are you?" He's like, 
who am I? And then he like does the who am I thing to these guys, and they're all like, I don't That's know who you are. That's such a great bit. I don't know who you and are. He's still being funny. And he'll take a picture with them, yeah. and they're like, what the hell just happened? And they take their picture with Andrew Dice Clay, and it's fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> it's really fucking yeah. funny. It's yeah. really funny. Uh, he's actually going to be playing at Laugh Boston this week. He's going to be there. I would have loved to have seen the Dice Man. Um, what the hell were we talking about before we went on this rant? I forgot. I should have written it down. But before I realized that you were wearing a card again. Before I was wearing a card again. Yeah, but what were we even talking about? I don't know. Oh, man. I'm going to go back in time. I'm getting I'm hung over. It out. Yeah, we're going to have to it had to have something to do with the fact that uh, you were traveling. Oh, no. We were talking about you uh, going to Austin. Oh yeah. Oh oh oh. How I how I'm adequate as always at everything. It's so funny. I'd never thought about it, and then you opened it up to me, and I'm like, that's what he is. Yeah. He's the guy that will definitely say yes to going and doing something, and then I just but do it. You don't. You do just just you just do it. Do you know what my biggest thing now is, which is weird. When I do these South Shore Elks Lodge shows, which I love doing, it pays well. You get like 20 minutes. The people there love the show. They're not just like in the city sometimes. They're just sitting there and like, I was told I had to come to this and I don't want to be here and yeah. this is stupid and they're not laughing at anything and sometimes those are tough. But those Elks Lodge shows, people are just like- Where this. are you performing in the city where that's happening? Nick's and- I mean, it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens. People go to Nick's and don't laugh at comedy? I mean, it's a comedy show. Yeah, I know. And they'll go on a Friday and they'll be like, my wife bought these tickets on Tuesday. And then I had to work till 7.30 and then I had to rush here. I haven't even been home yet. I'm starving. Yeah, but they I don't are, even they've still here. come to laugh. Yeah, I mean, they do, but they, it's weird. Comedy's weird. Sometimes, like, it happens with the duck tours, too. You'll do your, your show or whatever. No one laughs at anything. I don't even think they speak English. And then they'll get off and they'll be like, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. And I'm like, you didn't laugh at it. And that same thing with Nick's. But that's what I was getting at, is after the show, especially at Elks, like, at Nick's, people come up and be like, hey, man, great show. You're really funny. Or where else do you do it? And you just kind of like real quick at these Elks shows afterwards, they'll just be like, oh, the thing you said about being on the news, my sister, uh, when she was in 1972, and you're just like, uh, and then is, I'm like, I got to go. Let me explain. This I to have you. to go. And let then me, I just leave. I immediately leave. Let me explain <laughs> this to you. Instead of marketing and listening to You're going to, to an Elks Lodge. Yeah. Do you know what Elks Lodges are for? To to get out and drink cheap and the guys yeah to guys, hang out with dudes. other guys yeah yeah do you don't have that in your body I guess do you go hang out with your guy friends yeah I do yeah yeah so you should understand that they're just trying to like talk you up well they're with their no they're not guys they're they're with their wives and everything like that it's like in the banquet hall of the Elks and they sell tickets to it so anyone can go you don't have to be a member of the Elks oh that's different it's just whatever. So it's these people who are out and they're like, oh, it's a real, they think we're like real deal, big comedians and stuff. And they go to this and uh, they, you know, we kill it, obviously. But yeah, they start like telling. Do you have to be clean at the Elks Logs? No, I've no. never not had a show where, where they'll be like, uh, you can't say this, you can't say that. I've never had that. Ever. You're pretty clean anyway, though, aren't pretty you? Pretty clean. I'll say fuck, though. I, especially if I say fuck a lot, that means I'm, I'm, I'm doing something I'm not familiar Com with, yeah. comfortable with. So I'm thinking which a lot of people do, rappers will do it, where they swear a lot, it's because it rhymes easily, and they also don't kind of know where they're going with it, but when they're freestyling. But when I'm freestyling, I'll say fuck, and oh, fuck this, and fuck that, and then I'll listen to it, and I'll be like, holy shit, I said fuck like 20 times during that, and so then I listen to it, memorize it a little bit more, and then say fuck less. Oh. So if I say fuck a lot, like I am right now, that means I have no idea what I'm saying. Yes, mo most people agree. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> That's usually what happens. Yeah, so these people, so instead of sitting around with a group of 200 people 
that like me and are buying me drinks and thinking I'm the next uh, Chris Rock and I'm going to be successful, I just get the hell out of there because I don't want to hear their stupid stories. As most people don't want to hear my stupid stories. Yeah, I feel like you should talk to them. Though, I should man. talk to them. Yeah. But once they start getting into my... You start my, I do a joke about. you don't care. I, I do a joke about the weatherman and how... And how uh, I can't even believe I can't remember her name. But how Alice from Shrewsbury calls into the weather center and tells her that it's eight degrees or seven inches of snow. And I've had twice people come up and be like, do you know why they always call into the weather center from Shrewsbury? I'm like, I just... <laughs> like I didn't ever notice it's true. Like, cause that's that's the middle of the state, and that's the most snow that you get. And that I'm like, I just I just think Shrewsbury sounds funny. Like, I, there's nothing. You should make something up like I do, where you should say, Yeah, I did a lot of research, and I was looking at who is most likely to get the most amount of snow during the winter, and it turns out that Shrewsbury is a little bit lower. On, in the land right at the edge of a mountain so then so that means it, gets- it basically the snow builds up there more and there's actually a lot of theories that in the old days there was a settlement of native americans there mm-hmm. and they used to uh ward off the snow mm. with their dances yes and so it never snowed in what is now known as shrewsbury but when those indians were buried that continued until they built something over the Indian burial ground. Yeah. And God smited. And then Bobby Shrewsbury. Brady had the tiki <laughs> thing. And but that's what you should yeah. do. That's that, fun. That, that would, that it would is be fun. fun. It's that fun. would be fun. Yeah. And then I love lying to people about stupid shit. That is fun. pretty fun. It's fun. It's like as you, your father. That's I like your doing job. it to you. Why is why is this this? That was weird. A, a thing of getting older is when you know when you're a kid and your dad just tells you stuff and then you realize, wait a second, that's not true. Like my dad, I remember my brother has confirmed this, that when we would drive and we'd be like, Hey, can we get off this exit to go to the bathroom? He'd be like, no, it's exit only. That means it doesn't get back on the highway. There are some of those, but they're very rare. They're very rare. That means it doesn't get back on the highway, even though exit only just means the lane that you're in (laughs) to get off the exit. So we, he would just keep driving and that was his bullshit to us. How many times did you piss yourself? No, that's no. exactly right. Yeah. Your dad knew what he was doing. So, but then until easily five years ago, I still always thought that the exit only lane <laughs> You're an asshole. meant that you couldn't get back. So I would never get off those exits because I thought it would go <laughs> like, I understand this what he's saying. This reminds me of Clark Griswold. Can, yeah. I can't get over. He's like, why can't I get over? And you're like, why can't I get off this highway? Everything is exit only. Yeah. Because that sometimes I did it today. Actually, you get off and it's like two route one forty three, and now you're on another highway. So then you have to get off an exit to get back on, and da, 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 da. yeah, that yeah. happens. But they always come back. But they always come back. But uh, yes, but- in the Google Map era, you shouldn't worry about getting off at any exit because even if it is an exit only. It'll take you to another road that'll take you to a not exit only. I, still, I love being the age I'm at because I still remember people smoking on planes and I still remember. I just smoked like, on a plane. Did you really? Yep. How old were you? I had to be, I think I was 19. Did you, did you have to pay extra to sit in the smoking section? No, it was the same amount of money to sit in the smoking section. But you'd section. sit in the far back, right? I, by myself on really? this flight. The front half of the plane was completely filled, and I was the only person in the back half of the plane. Just ripping the butts the entire section. time? No, actually, I had flown from Orlando to L.A., and I had a 16-hour layover in L.A., and most people think that you can sleep in an airport, but the LAX, 
you can't sleep in the airport. Oh, really? So I, uh, my buddy gave me a buddy pass. You mm-hmm. know what that is? Yeah, yeah. If you work free. for you free. Yeah. yeah. Well, the cool thing about a buddy pass is that the buddy pass is the first to get an upgrade. Mm. So I, from Orlando to LA, flew first class. They Ooh. buddy passed me up to first class from mm. Orlando to LA, which is what a four and a half, five hour flight. I don't know. I would think it's more six, but no, it's not. It's like six from Boston to LA. But... It, that's farther. Yeah, and I still don't think it's six. I think five. I think it's five. Anyway, uh, I slept the entire time on first class. I got none of the fancy the, pants. And so I got to LA, and uh, like I laid across a bench, and like then people were like nudging me because they wanted to sit down. Yeah. So I never got to sleep the whole time I was at LAX. So sixteen straight hours in an airport. I felt like I was Tom Hanks in the terminal. And uh, then I got on my flight to Aeromexico, mm-hmm. on Aeromexico to mm-hmm. go to Cabo, and I got my smoking section, and I was the only one in the smoking you section. You flew from Orlando to LA, 16-hour layover, to then fly to Cabo. Yeah. So you flew, I'm trying to think of where Cabo is, I'm usually good at geography, you basically flew over Cabo to fly to LA. There's no. Cabo. Cabo's, Cabo's on the other side. Cabo's okay. the very tip of the Baja. Okay. California. Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 So no, I did not. Okay. I was and, thinking uh, of uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you were thinking of Tijuana. No, Tijuana's on the border of 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 uh, California, San Diego, Cabo. Yeah, Cabo. I'm thinking Cabo's on the East Coast side. No. Tijuana's no, no. Tijuana's no Tijuana is where you Cancun? walk. Cancun is one. That's I'm where of. I'm going on Saturday. Okay, Cancun. It's on the yeah. east coast. Well, it's in uh, Central Time Zone. The uh, but anyway, so I slept for like the first two hours of my Aero Mexico flight, mm-hmm. and I woke up, and of course, the first thing I wanted to do was smoke a cigarette. I was a heavy smoker, as you remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I get up and I light my cigarette, and I take a big fat drag, and I blow it out, and it literally goes over the entire non-smoking like a the whole, it was like a cloud of smoke that like it i blew it out and it looked like a cartoon they didn't have, it was like a straight line yeah. and it went up in a straight line and then it got to like the edge of the front half of the plate and then it just went poof and went over it <laughs> did everyone say anything dude or? they were all going <coughs> yeah, yeah yeah but i smoked my cigarette and then i'd sue only when i smoked uh, i didn't smoke anymore oh, that's nice. yeah but uh yes i remember um but I just remember how things like used to be and how they are now. You used to and be able just... to go up to the like the gate and yeah. say goodbye to your people. Goodbye, your and people. You would get on the plane up. and go. Or well, you're right. When you were picking them up, you could walk right to the gate and get yeah, them and get then them walk and out of the airport. Right yeah. See, now I'm trying to think of what my people initial... also used to not wear sweatpants and sweatshirt and hoodies. They used on to flights. dress up. To yeah, flights. and I still do because I think it's classic. I didn't want you wear a suit on a flight. I wear a, the the jacket that's right behind you. That's my sport coat. I wear that on every flight. You're a psychopath. No, I'm not. It's very nice. I get treated very well. It's very comfortable. Wow. I, it's a perfect jacket for when you're on a plane because you know it gets a little chilly on a plane. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. It, that that doesn't happen when you're wearing a sport coat. You it's know perfect. what else doesn't happen when you're wearing a cardigan. I do, but I mean, yeah. it's it, the served, served you. The, the, the fact, dude, that cardigan could be temperature changing. Tom Brady, where like, $120 sweatpants. No, I could literally, if, if I put on that cardigan and it was 95 degrees outside and that cardigan made me feel like it was 70, mm, you still wouldn't I wear it. I still wouldn't fucking wear I it. I love this cardigan. I love all cardigans. I actually got a Celtics cardigan that was in my, my, uh, 
my Boston Globe, I'm wearing a Celtics cardigan. <laughs> I remember it's upstairs. I'll have to show it to you. I forgot where I was going with what used to happen when you were a kid. Yeah, when you I, wear you know, cardigans, you start to forget cardigan friends. Yeah, I'm, I drank a lot last <laughs> night, and I'm just tired in my mind. This is twice where I've just started something, and then I'm like, I don't I even know bring where it, I'm I can going. put the trade back on okay. the tracks. Yeah, I tried to you were talking about how, as we've gotten older, yeah. things have changed. The first thing, the first example that you wanted to give was smoking on airplanes. Mm-hmm. I told a 20-minute story. Yeah. And then but the then, second example that you wanted to give was... I don't know. That was the thing I wanted to... Yeah. Like, I just wanted to say smoking on airplanes and then this thing that used to happen, which doesn't happen anymore. But I forgot it. It was fascinating, though. I want to know. You, you got to remember. I'm, gonna, remember I'm just going to sit here and wait for you to remember what okay. it was. We'll that just you sit were here and silence. Let's Google. Mike and Jeff Google things again. You know what's funny is that uh, in New Jersey... You're not allowed to smoke in a restaurant, but you're also not allowed to pump your gas. Yeah. But the uh, guy pumping your gas... Can smoke a cigarette? Oh, constantly. They're yeah, constantly yeah, smoking yeah. cigarettes and pumping the gas. It's the funniest that. thing to me. I just did that in New Jersey. I forgot about... And I always think Was it's the guy more... smoking? No, he was no. not. He was not. Things have changed. People don't smoke as much as they used to. Mm, that is true. That is true. It's good. It's healthy. It's healthy. They vape, though. Yeah. And they zen. You're a zinner. Yep. You are a zinner. I am very much a zinner. Got the zin everywhere. Well, since I can't remember and I'm exhausted, I guess we'll wrap things up. Do you have anything else you want to touch on? Uh, no, I'm good, man. I, it's, it was I awesome it. to have you. It was awesome to be here. Thank you so much for your hospitality. We went into the Boston Bar. I had a wonderful uh, thing of ribs, and Jeff had a hamburger, and we had a lovely evening, I think. It was great. Yeah, your daughter did not want to talk to me at all. She doesn't do. She doesn't talk to anybody. Like tomorrow, she'll talk your ear off, but she won't be here. Yeah. Oh, actually, you will, because she's gonna wake you up at seven o'clock in the morning. Great. Yes. I mean, I do have to. I got a big day of drinking tomorrow. I need to. Do need to wake up and get get going there. All right. Get going to watch those those kids play sports. All right, bud. Yeah, I'm very excited. Well, thank you so much, Jeff, for uh, having me at your uh, your lair here. This has been wonderful. It's always lovely seeing you, your wife, your child. Uh, thank you all for listening. Please like, subscribe, and uh, also, wait, you mentioned something, Jeff, before I say the like, subscribe, and, and goodbye thing, um, about how we have listeners in Canada. You can see where people are listening from. Yeah, I'll show you when we're done here. Yeah, and then also, my lady friend has noticed, too, our because our, you can check on, if you go to the, uh, at least on um, the Apple viewer thing or whatever, it will show how many people have downloaded. Our downloads have gone up uh, the past week a lot yes why do you think that is that because we hit the 1000 downloads so it gets more into a thing or are we like people are like you guys are amazing or what happened i think we are amazing but i also think big mike shared the episode that we did with oh, big mike and okay. he has a large following does he that's so good. thank you big mike thank you big mike for that because then other episodes they actually listen so that's good because yeah. a, a lot of episodes the, the, this is what i told you before <laughs> it doesn't happen overnight People don't like to listen to podcasts that only have two episodes. They want to be able to go back and listen to 30 episodes. They like to binge. It's a binging culture. They want to binge. So the more that you have to binge, like I literally just went back and watched Joe Rogan with Maynard James Keenan at the beach. I had time. And that was back when they were at his house in L.A., they had the shittiest cameras, the switcher that they were using, like it would go black and then switch. And Brian Redband's like having to adjust the cameras. And then when he has to get up and take a piss, he goes to a two shot where it's just cut in half. Yeah. And it has the two cameras up. It's like the worst production value of all time. 
And uh, but I went back and watched it because I wanted to like See yeah I was in a Seth Rogen mode and I wanted to go back and listen to Maynard I'm James Keenan. I'm trying to look up the last one where it's we usually get a between seventy to hundred and now it's going we've had seventy six on the last one that that uh, Big Mike one two oh nine yeah lots of people yeah but now we're all like over the hundreds and uh, yeah it's catching fire buddy we're we're gonna be famous before you know it. Maybe we'll have. Doesn't uh, hurt when we have on Bulger and uh, Gurton either because yeah, they make people laugh. They do make people laugh. I listened laugh. to that episode again a couple of times and I got the biggest kick out of it. Like, Bulger makes me laugh so hard. I don't know if he hates me or likes me. Don't care. It's funny. I don't know if he hates me or likes me and I talk to him every day. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know either. That is true. Well, hey, guys. Uh, once again, thank you so much for listening to the Michael Bryan show. Thank you to Jeff and uh, his wife and child for letting me sleep in their place tonight. And uh, thank you all for listening. Please like, please subscribe, please share, please let's get these numbers up here. Um, and hopefully we didn't lose our audience in Singapore. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to check that later. But thank you so much. We love you all equally. Have a wonderful and glorious day. And ta-ta for now.